Hey, it's Mark Shifley here. You're listening to the Jet Centric Podcast. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Jet Centric Podcast. It's Liz here, and I am joined by Brian and Brady. And so uh, where we are at right now, it's February 6th. It's Saturday. We have played 11 games, I believe. So we're almost at the 25% of the way through the season kind of thing. And we thought that just for a little bit of content for this week, uh, we would do a bit of an early season report card. So we're going to go through um, our guys who have played a decent sample of games so far. Obviously, 10-11 games isn't a perfect sample, but based on what we've seen, we're going to kind of maybe chat about uh, have they met our expectations, exceeded, um, you know, been crappy? Like, what do, what are we seeing? What do we think we're going to see coming up kind of thing? Um, yeah, so we're just going to kind of run with it. We'll probably do our forwards first, then some defense goalies. And then at the end, we think we're probably going to do maybe a Chevy and Maurice uh, report card. Uh, Chevy, obviously kind of hard to tell. He's only done one thing, but that thing was kind of significant. So <laughs> we'll talk about that at the time. Um, anyways, thanks guys for coming uh, to be here today. Pumped about this. think this will be fun. Good conversation. Um, and some good talking points to bring up uh, on Twitter. Hopefully people uh, have some agreements and disagreements with what we have to say. So, um, yeah, so I think I'll just throw it to each of you individually. We'll each give our kind of justification for why we've given this particular grade and talk about it and argue. Maybe someone's wrong. Maybe someone's not wrong. Who knows? All right, so we will start. We'll kind of go by quote-unquote lines and just to go down we will start with Mark Shifley so Brian I'm going to throw it to you first how do you feel with Mark Shifley what grade do you give him after watching 11 games of him this season Mark Shifley has met expectations I give him a B um I think for the first for the first few games he didn't look all that great to me um but then we all know Wheeler hasn't had the greatest start to the season, uh, to kind of put it lightly. So um, maybe tough to judge Shifley off those games. But in the last at least two games, I thought Shifley has looked excellent playing with Andrew Kopp and uh, Nikolai Ehlers. So he gets a B. Um yeah, pretty much where I stand on him there. Not too elaborate. Uh, maybe maybe a bit of improvement in the defensive game, too, uh, if I'm being honest. He looks a bit more engaged. Super. Brady, what about you? Uh, I also had him at a B. Um, I mean, same type of thing. We were When we were talking about how we're going to grade this year, we kind of said that B is going to be our kind of meets expectations uh, middle ground spot. And I think that he's been exactly that. Uh, I mean, we already know he's, you know, great offensively. He's leading the team in points right now. Um, but again, same things. We always question, you know, defensively, how is he going to be? Uh, I think this year, uh, the first half uh, of the games, he definitely... Uh, you know, I, I had a bit of issue with his effort, um, but I think the past few games he seems a little bit more engaged, like Brian was saying. And uh, yeah, a B. He's right, right at where I'd say I would expect him to be personally. Right, and yeah, I too had him at a B, and I think that's kind of the consensus here that he's been whatever. But I'd take it probably a step further and say uh, our expectations, for the most part, aren't the same as what we believe his ceiling is, kind of thing. I think the past year and a bit that we've seen of him has made us 
ha- lower our expectations in a bit of a way just because he hasn't been the elite player that we saw a few years ago. Uh, still probably some potential to grow, and maybe with these different line mates, we're starting to see some improvement already in the past yeah. two, three games. So I definitely think up. I definitely think there's uh, room to build off of, certainly, from the last couple of games. Yeah, I would agree, and I think that, um, you know, I've mentioned this before, I believe, but uh, the fact that we are getting another guy who's a very strong 1C candidate, that might be a bit of a reality check for Shifley, who hasn't had any competition in that spot for years now, so who knows, maybe that'll make him step up his game, and yeah, you both said the perfect word, his engagement looks a little higher, so... B's all across the table for him. All right, I'm going to throw it to Brady next. We're going to do Nikolai Ehlers. Where, what do you give him for a grade? Oh, man, Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, first A-plus uh, for me, honestly. I, uh, I, can't, I can't stop praising him no matter what. Uh, he's still a transition king. Uh, basically a free uh, uh, zone exit and entry. Uh, he's been shooting a lot more this season, which has been good because he's always had a good shot. And, um, you know, he's at six goals on the season. Uh, and it's not like he has a ridiculous shooting percentage or anything like that that might be driving that up. Uh, actually seems like he's got the production behind it. And uh, by far, easily the most uh, electric player to watch. Like, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I, I can't even picture the Jets playing without him just because he is one of the only reasons I find joy in this team right now. <laughs> he sets the tone, that's for sure. He does. He really does. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll jump in and I'll say that I gave him an A personally, um, and that's not because he's been by any stretch anything less of a quote-unquote A+, plus. but I did have really high expectations for him coming into the season, so I would say that he hasn't completely blown away my expectations just because they were that high, but I agree with everything Brady said. Like, just an exciting player to watch knows he's got quote unquote shoes to fill because we're missing a scorer. So he's like, screw it. Like I'll score. And he's doing <laughs> it. And it's great. It's fun. And I think it's great to see some league wide. Rec- I can't speak league wide recognition for him now too, which is great. Uh, Brian. Uh, he gets an A for me. Um, I expected him to be a star. He's been a superstar. Yeah. All the points you guys said, it's pretty simple for me. He's amazing. He's I awesome. love him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we'll Best go. Jet. Best jet. No question mm-hmm. there. No, no argument. All right, we'll move on to Cop. I have given Cop a B plus, and this is my very controversial ranking. I deliberated <laughs> this one for a long time. I wasn't sure because uh, he definitely could be an A or even an A plus, but I gave him a B plus just because um, he's on a contract year, and I was expecting him to come in. Um, with almost a guaranteed top six spot um, in my mind because I wanted, you know, Wheeler to drop down. We'll get to him. That's fine. Um, But fighting for at least a top six spot, um, working hard, wanting to earn some money next season kind of thing. I was expecting good things from him because we know everyone who, you know, is engaged in watching these games knows that Andrew Kopp is a really good player. So I had pretty high expectations for him. B+. But I'm here for the AA plus arguments as well. Um, Brian? I gave him an A. I was also right on that line list um, between an A and a B plus. Um, To me, he has stepped up his offensive game. Uh, Now, it may be just a byproduct of playing with more offensive players. It hasn't been 
to me, hasn't been a huge step up. Like, the points are obviously there um, more this year than other years. But, um, like, to me, he's always been good offensively, uh, which I think a lot of people haven't seen. But now you put him with offensive guys, he's putting up the points. Um, And where he gets the distinction from me is... He's been excellent in that top six role. Um, Like, he's always been really good in kind of that middle six, but now he's playing a big role on the top line and just performing great, in my opinion. So he gets an A, um, and honestly, I think he's one of the most important players on this team right now and going forward. Yeah, no, I agree. He's versatile and has done great things, especially, you know, leading the team in minutes once or twice, which is big. Um, Brady? Yeah, same thing. I mean, I, I personally have him here at, at an, an A. Um, I have really enjoyed uh, seeing him actually getting his opportunity in the top six there. Um, of course, putting him on the wing instead of in center gives him a little more freedom to be, uh, you know, a little bit more uh, offensive if he wants to. Um, I think... Uh, mainly the same points that you guys are saying here. I think that, like, for me, the reason why I, I have him up at an A um, was because I think in the aftermath of the line A trade, um, you know, missing a guy from your top six like that, I think he's been, uh, like, incredibly uh, influential in keeping the Jets team afloat. Um, obviously, that uh, that Stastny Ehlers cop line uh, being put together was 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 awesome and great. They they were great together, um, and I think that he's just been really important in keeping the team uh, going when uh, when you know you have a trade or something like that when you don't have a PLD stepping into your lineup yet. But uh, I, again, I, I love Cop. He's been great at both ends of the ice. I can't stop praising him. Uh, he's uh, actually currently fourth in the league in individual um, expected goals behind McDavid, uh, Brady Kachuk, and Brennan Gallagher. Which I is, saw uh, that earlier. I did not I, expect that. I didn't either, but hey, that's uh, that's our boy. That's why I got to give him He's gotten some great eight. chances in front there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know. One of my buddies, he sent me a text. He's like, yo, did you see the Evolving Wild? Whatever thing. And immediately, as soon as he said that, he was up there with those guys. I found it. I quote tweeted it onto the Jet Centric account. I was like, everyone, look at this. I was like, this is insane. We know Cobb is good, but damn. like, <laughs> yeah. Be careful, I guess, as an analytics person, I'll say be careful equating that with personal success. It is very much a shooting volume stat. And, of course, of course. But oh, yeah. it does show that his line is creating a lot. and In the right spots. Absolutely. And he's a big part of that. So... Full oh, full marks to him for sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah, all those advanced stats. It's like you know, it doesn't say like this is how you rank the best player in the entire league. They all have their own different like value and stuff like that. So yeah, you're right. But it's good to see that he's getting lots of chances and shots and whatnot because people have always said that he's not the quote unquote finisher. You know, so it's good to see him climbing up there. All right. Um. Next, we'll move on to Kyle Connor. So, uh, Brian, if you want to start off with that one. Sure. Um, Yeah, I'm going to stick with my uh, Kyle Connor hating ways here and probably catch some flack. He gets a C for me, um, despite all the goals. Uh, I was very optimistic after the first two or three games uh, that he was turning a corner 
in his game in terms of driving play, stuff like that. And since then, I just really haven't seen it. Um, it's kind of unfortunate for me. I was hoping he would take uh, another step in his game, um, which, to be honest, I really haven't seen. Uh, the goals are nice. We all expect them. Um not that he's a bad player or anything by any means. He's still a good player and a very important piece to the team as a goal scorer, especially now with Patrick Laine gone. He'll have to take on a bigger part of that responsibility. But to me, the play driving and stuff isn't there right now. Um, and he's been part of, I guess, the... He was part of the Connor or part of the line with Shifley and Wheeler that was getting what? sunk. And um, I haven't seen a whole lot from the Connor Stastny Wheeler line to say that they've been good. Um, yeah, I know Wheeler has struggled, like I said earlier, but I, I want to see more from Connor. Um, and I just haven't seen that yet. For sure, yeah. Uh, Brady? Uh, yeah, same same kind of thing. I ended up giving him a B, but that's pretty much because, um, you know, having leading the team in goals but uh, still being a black hole in our own defensive zone is kind of what I expected from him. Uh, I was hoping uh, to see a little bit more, just like, uh, like Brian was saying there. But again, when you're a part of the uh, probably the worst top line uh, in, in the sense of getting caved in uh, in the league, oh. it's tough to really give you uh, much more than, than a meeting expectations. But again, my expectations were not great. Um, but uh, yeah, if he, if he can turn around on the def- defensive end of things and, uh, and figure that stuff out, man what what a player he can be and also if he can figure out the whole play driving thing but i guess we'll uh we'll cross that bridge when we get there hopefully um but yeah b for me yeah i uh, i gave him b2 just because um i don't know if it's because there's been so much um of a spotlight on shifley and wheeler with their defensive problem i haven't even noticed that connor's been as much of a liability as he is obviously there are a couple of moments where you're like ah but, like, and again, but I wasn't expecting him to be, you know, a defensive powerhouse or anything. So I gave him a B because he pretty much met my expectations. Elite offensive, um, you know, production when given the chance kind of thing. But the defense still struggling. And I will continue to scream this from the mountaintops until Tuesday um, that he needs to play with Dubois. And I'm pumped to see that because I think it might happen. I think I agree. we're going to see him picking up because he's going to have a center who can you know, carry the defensive, whatever, especially with the system we play with not playing first man back, the center's always playing defense, so on and so forth. I think it's going to be good. Um, yeah, so let's move on to Paul Stastny. Um, Bray, if you want to start that one off? Uh, yeah, for me, I actually had him at an A, although I kind of want to bump him down to a B plus. Um, the main thing with Stastny was this year, um, we were, everyone was kind of wondering if he could take form uh, on the Jets team like how he was back in 2018. Um, really, uh, it, it seems this year, everything seems to be pretty good. He seems to be able to, he seems like he's found his, uh, his fit on the team again. Um, and 
I think for me, it's giving him uh, that that B plus to an A. I, I still can't decide between the two. Um, really, just has to do with him coming in and being able to uh, plug up that two C hole. I guess of, obviously we have someone else coming in now for that. But um, honestly, I, I can't complain with Stastny. He's been, uh, I would say, just a bit above expectations for me, just because, uh, you know, with, with age curves, you always wonder when uh, the fall off is coming. And uh, in Vegas, he wasn't doing that great. Um, but it's nice to see that he's come back to form here uh, in Winnipeg. At least I've found that he has been. Yeah, no, for sure. I gave Stastny A, B plus as well, uh, just because, yeah, like when when the trade happened in the offseason, you know, like, there are, there are different kinds of Jets fans. There are Jets fans who are like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, we have a 2C, whatever. <laughs> and there are other ones who are complete pessimists who are like, guys, he's old. He makes too much money. We have high expectations. Well, whatever. I don't know. I was just expecting. He sucks. Why did you give? Why did you help out Vegas like that? You right. helped Vegas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. No. So you I helped your team. But I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting good things. So I gave him a B plus because he was a little bit above my expectations. I think, again, going back to that cop, Stastny, Ehlers line, that small sample we had, they were electric. They were awesome. And I think you can't, you can't have a line like that if one of them is weighing them down, right? All three of them have to be good. So he's been good. Um, and again, we're comparing him to Cody Eakin, right? So it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's not hard to, uh, to exceed your expectations like that. B plus. Love that guy. Polly Walnut's our man. Happy to have him back. Um, and yeah, so B plus for me. Ryan? Uh, he gets a B for me. I I expected good things from him this year. We've got good things. That's, uh, yeah, pretty much what I see. Um, on the line with Cop and Ehlers, he was able to more or less, uh, I think he was kind of the tertiary player on that line, so to speak. Um, kind of letting the other two more or less do their thing. Um, and just, he was awesome positionally. Um, I thought that was an awesome fit. Um, obviously now, Kopp and Ehlers are playing with Shifley, which I have absolutely zero problem with. If you can get Connor and Wheeler with someone else to try and, uh, you know, bolster... Uh, what they can do, uh, that's probably a lot better because it just wasn't working with Shifley for, well, the better part of two years now. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, that's... It's only this year. It's only this year it doesn't work. Only now. <laughs> it's, only... It's, it's been great for, for years. What are you talking about? It's not <laughs> like they've been outscored and outshot for the last two years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Stastny... For me, uh, gets a B, meeting expectations. Perfect, yeah. So uh, next up, we're going to do Wheeler. I'm going to start this one off because I'm giving him a C plus, and I have a feeling that's the best rating we're going to get in this right now. And my justification for that is that we've been saying for years that a decline is coming slash already happening and I'm not expecting him to be the powerhouse that he was five years ago because that's unrealistic, and it's not, it's not fair. And, again, we can get into the whole usage thing. He could be equally as effective as he was if his usage was, you know, solely power play and third-line minutes, so on and so forth, whatever. 
Yeah, it, there, there's an issue there. I haven't liked a lot of what I've seen. He looks kind of slow. And then Murat had a great tweet a while ago. Always going to plug Murat because, you know, I live by everything he says. But um, he was talking about how they had that one god-awful shift. And then afterwards, Wheeler had the fastest back check of his life kind of thing. It's like, I think he knows that he's not as good as he once was kind of thing. Um, and the whole debacle with you know, Maurice in the press and, you know, defending his captain to the grave. This is a dead horse that we have beat many, many times. Um, but I give him a C plus just because I wasn't expecting him to be terrific. He hasn't been terrific. Um, he's below my expectations for sure. Cause I wasn't expecting him to be this, um, you know, I don't want to say bad cause he's not bad, but this bad, you know? Um, but yeah, C plus for me. Um, man, what do you got? Uh, yeah, sorry, Wheeler lovers. Uh, he gets an F for me. <laughs> um, that's not to say that he can't and likely uh, won't improve from that, because I think I think he will improve from that. Um, he's not he's not a top six forward anymore. Um, he's not fast enough. Um, that part of the game's just completely gone from what I've. seen seen uh it hasn't been good it's been downright ugly from what i've seen uh there's been missed defensive reads which even last year he was still a good defensive player last year um yeah missed reads um there's it just looks bad i don't know i don't really know how else to put it there's it doesn't seem like there's a ton of energy there. Um, again, maybe maybe it can improve. Maybe he's dealing with an injury. Um, there's all those things to take into consideration. Also, we're talking about an 11-game sample, which is very small when it comes to hockey um, in terms of trying to figure out what their overall impact is going to be. Um, he is still good on the power play. I'll give him that. Um, the five-on-five game is going to need some major improvement. I think you're going to see some improvement if they start to play him kind of in a third-line type role, um, less minutes. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a bit of a lack of endurance there right now, though in terms of, uh, yeah, he, I think he's getting tired real quick. I think he, he's lost a step, to be honest. That's 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 really what it is. I, I think uh, at this point, you just kind of have to realize he's on, on that decline. He's going down the hill. Uh, I'm trying to but... find some nice stuff to say about him <laughs> in terms of this year, but it's just not there for me. It's It really isn't. Um, on my end over here, I gave him a uh, a C originally, and then I changed that over to a D um, after. Uh, again, same type of thing. It, it, like With expectations, um, you would hope that a guy who was able to play in your top six, uh, you know, on your top line last year, top lining, um, but uh, w- would be able to come into this year and not be uh, what he's been so far. But I-, I think it's just clear that he's really uh, lost a step, at least, uh, in-, in the past few games. Um, when you get to the point where you're 
trying to uh, say, oh, no, no, it's, he, he must be injured. Uh, I think that, that tells you enough about his play. If he is yeah. injured, um, get healthy, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> at this point, like the, the, the diminishing returns, you're, it's not worth keeping him in the game if he's going to be fighting an injury over and over again and not producing results. Um, he, I don't know. I, I, I can't really give him too much... Uh, just can't say good that that great of things from him. I mean, he has 11 points in 11 games. Of course, a lot of points always tell you uh, not that much, um, and only five of those points have oh, been five v five. So, um, so I didn't I don't, even I, know it was that much. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not. It's not that he's not producing points, but again, it's it's mostly all coming on the power play. So I think it's at the point where you got to start playing him like a power play specialist, and uh, and then reducing his minutes to five v five. And right. then that's when you're going to get uh, the most usage out of him, I'd say, the most value. Right. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Wheeler's a terrible player, but he has been bad. That's that's where I'm at. So right. again, it's, so a, far it's a small below. sample, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's there's certainly there's certainly a possibility that we see some improvement uh, in the very near future. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and I agree with you on that for sure. And, like, I, people, you want to look at the net benefits a lot of the time, right? And the thing is, it's like, yeah, you know what? He still has points, and points win hockey games. But when you're on the ice, your top your top line should not be giving up as many goals as he has. And it's just whatever. Um, yeah, don't want to rub that one um, to <laughs> the wrong We don't want to rub people the wrong way with that one. But it is what it is. And everyone knows that he hasn't been you know, the elite first line right winger that, you know, we could have, whatever. Anyways, besides the point, um, we will move on now to Adam Lowry. I will get Brian to start off the Adam Lowry one. Adam Lowry gets, I totally forgot, a B. He gets a B. <laughs> um, yeah, so I expected a bounce back year from him. We've gotten a bounce back year from him. Um, he's sort of back to, uh, that play driving, uh, possession controlling player, um, that you just can't get the puck from. Um, he's, uh, he imposes will physically on his opponents, uh, plays great defense, good on the penalty kill, um, all that, a great a great player to play with guys like Pearl and Appleton right now. Um, yeah, I, I expected him to be good this year and he's been good. That's pretty much where I'm at on Adam Lowry. Fair enough. Uh, Brady. Uh, same kind of thing. I, I, you know, I expected him to have a bit of a bounce back year, but he's, uh, he's bounced back a little bit more than I expected him to. Uh, I ended up giving him an A. Um, and the biggest thing, I mean, of course, of course you have your, uh, you know, you have your, your, you know, you can look at the fact that he's got, you know, like nine points in 11 games, but you know, of course points only can tell you so much. I think what really, um, solidifies it for me is, is the fact that he's been, uh, He's been a part of the third line where uh, Maurice has actually been able to use that third line against other teams' uh, first lines, basically freeing up a lot more space for uh, for Shifley's line and Stassny's line to uh, play against weaker competition. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have a guy like Lowry being able to, you can put out there when you've got, you know, going against the likes of Connor McDavid, Elias Pedersen, uh, Austin Matthews, all, all the guys in the Canadian division here. Um, I don't know. I think I think you just got to give him some props for that. Again, I, I expected him to be good, but um, 
I, I can't I can't say anything bad about uh, the fact that he's scoring again. He's solid defensively. Uh, he's got great uh, XG numbers right now. So I uh, I really can't complain. A A for me. Sweet, yeah, and I'll jump on that too. I also gave him uh, an A just because. Um, yeah, like I I was expect I wasn't expecting much of a change from last year. Probably a little bit better. Whatever. Uh, I've always really liked Adam Lowry, and I think uh, I don't know who said it. Someone did. It might have been me, but I don't want to take credit. He's the best fourth line center in the NHL, right? Like a like a Stanley Cup team, and Adam Lowry is your best fourth line center. Like he's a shutdown guy, and this year all of a sudden he's scoring goals too, which is insane. Uh, it's awesome. It's good. Um, no bad things to say about Lowry on or off the ice for me personally. Um, in a just because. He's been one of our most consistent guys, and every time he's on the ice, he's doing top-line-looking things a little. Like, you know, offensive chances, like your third line oftentimes is your, your, your grinding out your shutdown line there, and they're not scoring goals or getting those offensive chances, and he is. So all the power to him. Good for him for that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, A for me. We'll move on to pro now. Um, Brady, if you want to start us off for pro. I would be happy to. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Perot is back on his bullshit. Um, Absolutely. He, for me, is an A. Uh, I, I, I love this guy this year. I mean, uh, the past few years, um, he's been uh, in the middle of a lot of the rumors regarding, you know, uh, trade talks just because of his contract and things like that. And uh, I think last year he had a bit of a down year and wasn't really um, driving play like how he was before. Um this year so far, uh, he's sitting at a, a cool 63% for his, uh, his expected goals for, which is not something to scoff at. Um, and then also, I think uh, you got to give credit to him to be able to step back up to that third line instead of being on the fourth line like he was last year, uh, taking over Cop's spot uh, on the third line left wing and uh, keeping uh, that third line as, as uh, you know, Maurice likes to use his third line as that uh, shutdown, uh, you know, controlling defensive uh, line and uh, he's been able to slide in there when cop leaves and uh, they haven't miss- missed a beat. So uh, all, a lot of love for me for the third line you'll see, but, um, but yeah, Matthew Perot, a for me. Sweet. Yeah. I, uh, I give him a B plus. Um, I haven't always been the biggest pro fan if I'm being completely honest, but this is more in the, <laughs> I know Brian, I remember <laughs> I even knew you, you were always making your line combinations and you always had them on the first or second line. And it just drove me bonkers. <laughs> I didn't see what you saw in him. Uh, you know what? That's on me. He's been good. I'm happy for him after the whole, um, you know, waivers thing, whatever. I was worried. I was like, this is not what he deserves. Like he's whatever. Um, but yeah, good to see him, you know, play that role. And the reason I didn't like him was all the stupid reasons that I make fun of other people for. He's always fallen down and he's always, you know, in the corner, just whatever. And those aren't reasonable things to judge players on. So that's on me. I take it back. <laughs> B plus for Matthew Perot for me. And I think you we're better take it get back. Better. <laughs> all right, Brian, you can follow me up on that one then. Matthew Perot gets my one and only A plus. Um, so. I was expecting the continual, you know, guy gets old, uh, loses a step, becomes, you know, relatively ineffective. That's a sort of what I was expecting last year. Uh, he just didn't look fast anymore. Um, wasn't nearly as important a player um, in terms of creating possession, all that kind of stuff. This year, he has completely blown my mind in terms of, 
you know, what he's done. Uh, he's making great plays defensively, turning defense to offense. Uh, he's keeping pucks in. He's controlling possession down low. He's making great passes out in front to the net. Uh, been a real good offensive creator. Um, I just love this player right now. Like, And honestly, I don't know if there's anything that could have happened this year that would have made me happier. I, I absolutely love this player. That's pretty much what it is. He's been great. Love it. Super. We'll move on to Appleton. I'll start this one off. Appleton gets an A for me. And I'm slightly mad about this uh, just because it makes me think of when I played sports when I was a kid. Whenever I had a good game and I was excited to talk to my parents about it afterwards, but then I would go and I'd score a goal the odd time. And I was like, damn it, now they're going to think that I thought I had a good game because I scored. So Appleton had two goals the other game. One was an empty net, whatever. I thought he was good before he scored the goals. I'm not saying he's good because he scored. Doesn't matter. Whatever. I think he's been good. I've been excited about him. I see top six potential in him, which is huge for a six-round draft pick um, or whatever he is. Maybe that's wrong. I'm not that's sure. Correct. I like. I've liked what I've seen from him. He's been, you know, um, taking the role he's given and doing great things. And kudos to Lowry and Pro for being good line mates for him as of right now. It's been good. A from me, Brian. A as well. Uh, basically, all the things you said. Um... I really love Appleton's defensive game. I think he could be turning into an absolutely elite defensive player. Um, he's also real good at controlling uh, controlling possession as well. Um, and he's creating a lot of offense now, too. Like, I didn't think he was going to create as much offense as he did. Like, I always saw the defensive awareness was really good. Uh, I didn't see the offensive game coming. He's creating a lot. I absolutely love it. And I want to see some more of it. I agree with you, Liz. I do think there's top six potential in Mason Appleton. Um, Somebody said it the other day. I think it was a perfect comparison. Uh, He looks a lot like an Andrew Ladd out there. Interesting. I didn't see that, but that's a that's a neat comparison. That's that's good. Uh, Brady. Uh, the the comparison I saw uh, that people were saying was that Appleton is what uh, everyone thought Brandon Tanev would be. Um, so yeah, I I have him also as an A. Got to give the uh, Apple an A. Um, but uh, he he's been great this year. I mean, same same type of thing. My my uh, my love for the third line here just mostly comes down to uh, the ability for them to kind of play in almost any situation here. And uh, again, I think Appleton has been a big key to that. Um, He's been great on the puck. He's been great at, uh, you know, maintaining possession, uh, forcing play up the ice. Uh, And and he's actually been creating this year. I I would agree with both of you that he does have some top six potential in him. Um, Hopefully uh, some lanes clear up from him in the future, or maybe not, I guess, because I actually like the guys ahead of him, I guess. Wheeler. I guess Wheeler. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, do you think he could step onto a line with Connor and Dubois? Oh, I, I think he could. I think he could. Will I think he? he definitely could. No. No, absolutely not. You're you're, absolutely. you're never going to see Stastny and Wheeler on the third line. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> but, that would no, be it, so cool. Like, that'd be was, such a good third line. Maybe. Possibly. And, 
in that case, I would actually be okay with Maurice only playing his fourth line six minutes. Because then I'm like, yeah, roll, roll the top Ooh, three. Then. But I want to see more Veselin and Gustafsson. Oh, me too, man. But I mean, it's only was- so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'll throw it to Brian to start off with the Trevor Lewis. Um, what do you give him? Trevor Lewis gets a B. He gets a B. Um, I was expecting a pretty good defensive player. Um, like, he's a solid veteran out there. Um, plays good defense. He hasn't created a lot of offense, but I don't think that's really what I was expecting. Um, I think he's been a solid line mate for basically everybody he's played with. Um, been kind of... I don't want to say a secondary guy because he's done some really good things out there. Um, but he just kind of seems to fit with whoever he's playing with, whether it be Veselainen and Gustafsson or Harkins or what have you. Um, so, yeah, he's been he's been good out there. And that's more or less what I was expecting. Fair enough. Brady? Yeah, um... I, I would totally agree. Uh, for me, I have him at a B plus. Um, I'm usually not a fan of the whole, um, you know, storing f- uh, veterans on your on your fourth line. Um, I'm more of a guy who likes to try and who would rather, um, you know, leave spots open for development. But of course, you do have to have some guys in there to give some uh, some of that old good old veteran leadership. Um, he's only a B plus for me because again, same thing. I, I had same expectations uh, looking at his his numbers uh, before coming into Winnipeg. Uh, good defensive guy, good on the PK. Um, so I can't complain. The he gets the plus because I just don't usually have faith in Chevy to sign fourth line guys that are good, and <laughs> I expected him to not be as good as he's been. So uh, he gets a, a B plus for me. Fair enough. Yeah, ditto to all that. I gave him an A actually, just because, like Brady said, I had no faith in him whatsoever. Yes, he came in on a PTO. He wasn't signed in the offseason, whatever. But I was expecting a Gabriel Bork when I saw this name. That I was like, who? And, and he's been like with we'll get to the defense eventually that's probably gonna take a while we're gonna have to speed this up because we have so much to say probably about those defense but uh when you have you know like Josh Morrissey and Nathan Bolio on your penalty kill you need to have good penalty killing forwards out there too so um Lowry and Cop have been good obviously but uh Trevor Lewis has been he has exceeded my expectations big time maybe my expectations were far too low to begin with nonetheless that's what they were they were in the ground, the bar in the ground, and he's been good, so I give him an A. Um, da, 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 da. um so we aren't gonna do Harkin and Vesselin and Gustafson just for the sake of time and also because the sample size is like the eleven game sample size is small as it is. Um, never mind, those guys haven't played nearly enough, but um we liked what we see, I think, from all of them for the most part. It's been fine. Again, even with the short amount of games they've played, they've had even less time in those games, right? So it's hard to uh, judge fairly and accurately. So we're going to move on to the defense. So, Brady, I'll let you start off with Josh Morrissey. Uh, For sure. Uh, I gave Morrissey a C+. Um, I felt the C was a little too harsh, but that's uh, I I went to that first. Um, Honestly, I, I... 
I was hoping to see some sort of return to form to see, uh, you know, what he was like when he was playing with Truba. But uh, at the moment, we still just haven't seen it. Um, he has been kind of moved around, uh, you know, from the left to the right. Uh, been playing with a bunch of different partners from Boliu to Hainola, who I'd love to see in the lineup again, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. Anyways, um, honestly, for me, just a C plus. He just hasn't been uh, good enough for me. Th- that's that's really it. Fair enough. Yeah, I gave him a C. Actually, my first C, just because. Um, and it's hard. Defensemen are hard because the ones who aren't noticeable are often the ones who are playing well. And it's just his mistakes have been very, very noticeable to me. Uh, again, he has huge, huge shoes to fill right now because he's supposed to be our best defenseman. And, like, poor guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just haven't loved what I've seen from him. Um, and that being said, he hasn't been our worst defenseman by any means. But my ex- expectations were a little bit higher probably than they should have been. Um, so he gets a C from me, but yeah, that's about it. Brian? Morrissey gets a D. I'm sorry. He's not been good. Um, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting a total return to form, obviously, because there's no Truba this year, or I mean, there wasn't last year. Um, I was expecting, though, DeMello to step into a pairing with him and kind of help the two to look like a half-decent top pairing. Um, I I did like what I saw between the two of them in the bubble last year. Um, but it, how many games did Morrissey and DeMello play together? It wasn't many. It for that many. Because yeah. the season was canceled like two weeks after the freaking deadline, so. Mm-hmm. Right, I I was talking this year. Oh, um, this year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, I, I don't I don't know if they even played together. I think every almost every game they've been apart. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but they may have played uh, one. Or they two. played at I least a couple. Played because he was with Pullman and then Bull in the past couple games, but I think before that he was with Debello. Anyways. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, overall, they didn't look great to me, really, at all. Um, To me, Morrissey's missing reads, um, which he just didn't really used to do. Um, He doesn't skate with the puck anymore, which I don't know if that's just been completely coached out of him, but it's just not there, um, which is kind of sad to see. Um, and honestly, I'm quite worried about him. Um, I The only hope really for me is that a guy like Hainala can come in and really stabilize that pairing and that he'll look a lot better uh, with a great puck-moving defenseman playing with them. But that might be a lot to ask a 19-year-old right now. So, I don't know. I... I'm worried about Josh Morrissey's game. Um, that's a really long contract. And honestly, if things don't turn around, I might look at trading him before his value plummets right to the ground and that it becomes an untradeable contract. I don't know if there's an untradeable contract in the NHL. I mean, the Leafs got rid of Zaitsev, for goodness sake, but... 
Um, for Cody CC though. <laughs> yeah, well, one one year of CC though versus That's... how many years of Zaitsev. Anyway, but yeah, his game worries me. He gets a D. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll move on to Dylan DeMello. Dylan DeMello, I gave a B. Um, but this one was borderline B or C plus, just because. I don't know what I was exactly expecting just because we haven't had a huge sample from him so far. And when we traded for him, I'm not going to lie, fake hockey fan here, I was literally like, who? I didn't know who he was, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> so I didn't know much about his game before he got here, whatever. Um, loved what I saw um, when he did get here. For now, again, he missed the first few games, whatever. He hasn't been super noticeable, which I always think is a good thing in defenseman, whatever. But there have been a couple of small things, whatever. My expectation was that he was going to be good. Like, he... In our lineup, he's basically probably our one of our best defensemen, and that's not really fair for him, kind of thing. So I was expecting very much okayness, whatever, and he's been okay. So I give him a B. I could see C plus just because he hasn't been stellar, but were we really expecting him to be, you know, a top six guy, or like a top six guy in a good team? On this team, obviously he's top six. But anyways, besides the point, <laughs> uh, Brian. He gets a C for me, and I think you severely underrate him in terms of what he was. Anyway, uh, I digress. Um, This is a guy who's had really good underlying numbers basically wherever he's been. Um, Winnipeg is his third team now. He's been with San Jose and Ottawa, and he's had a knack for um, kind of dragging lesser players to good... Uh, possession numbers, that kind of stuff in the past. Um, And this year, to me, he hasn't really done that. And yeah, there's just seems to be something missing from him so far. Um, I was expecting a very good defensive player. Um, He seems a a little bit uneasy with the puck in his own end so far not to say that that can't change we're only 11 games in and he missed the first was it three or four games four i think yeah four yeah so it's a very small sample for him but um so far to me it hasn't been all that great um and i do expect that to turn around i yeah i I think very highly of Dylan DeMello, much more highly than uh, the majority of Jets Twitter. I think I think there's an offensive game there as well. Um, Great call. I think, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, was it four years, three mil a year? To me, that was a steal. I saw yeah. DeMello as a good number three, possibly even a low-end number two. Um so I was absolutely ecstatic with that contract. Again, I'm higher on DeMello than most people are, but um, not that great this year. So he gets a C for me. All right. Fair enough. Brady? Um, I ended up going with a, uh, a C plus for him. Um, for me, I expected him to come in and, uh, like, like, uh, like my two co-hosts here said, uh, be that guy to be able to play, you know, top line minutes, um, and then, you know, be establish a pair with Josh Morrissey and himself. Um, and of course we haven't exactly gotten that. I mean, he's been shuffled around, uh, you know, from playing first pair to third pair to second. Um, and, and 
to me, he just hasn't really established himself yet this year as, uh, you know, same type of thing with what Liss is saying um, about how, you know, you haven't really noticed him, but uh, he is missing things a little bit here and there. Uh, I expect it to turn around again. I I was like Brian, maybe not as high on him as Brian was, but um, I was uh, ecstatic when I saw him sign that contract. Um, I hope things turn around. I expect them to turn around, uh, but at the moment, just a C plus. Fair enough. Um, okay, then we're going to move on to uh, Neil Pionk. So, um, Brian, if you want to start off with Neil Pionk, what do you got there? Sure. Uh, Neil Pionk, for me, gets a B plus, and I almost gave him an A. Um, to me, I was expecting him to not quite look maybe as good as he did last year. Um I honestly didn't think he was all that great last year, and most people did. Um, to me, it was because the Jets' decor was a heaping pile of shit last year. So um, that's how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're putting it lightly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he was the best of a group that was. Let's just say they weren't very good. Um, that's not to say he wasn't fine, but, um, you know, I thought he was just just pretty good. And this year, I think he's even taken a step forward when I thought he was going to take maybe a step back. Um, I thought when the Jets were going to play a more offensive game at even strength that he was maybe going to not look as good trying to play faster. Um, I thought of him as a guy who, um, when he has to think the game, maybe doesn't look quite as good, but he does have some skills. Um, But his defensive game has impressed me uh, a lot more than I thought it would. So that's where he gets the tick up for me. So I will stick at a B plus for him. Yeah. Understood. Uh, Brady. Uh, I gave him a B Um, for me personally. uh, I think that Pionk has taken a step. I was hoping that he would, I wouldn't say I've necessarily expected. So maybe I should give him a plus on that, but uh, I think I'm going to stick with B because I think that, um, you know, the, uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit later uh, why I think that he's looking a little bit better this year. Um, either way, uh, pretty much what I expected. Not fantastic defensively, but again, he's been better uh, this year, so I can't complain. Um, and yeah, I just gave him a B. Yeah, fair enough. I uh, Pretty much anything I have to say uh, repeats what you guys have said, so I won't say much. Pionk gets a B-plus for me. I think he's been good. Um, you know, with the whole Truba trade, we were... You know, their expectations, some people had them sky high because you're going to replace Truba. Some, they were in the ground because he'll never be Truba, you know, whatever. He's been good. B-plus for me. Um, Brady, do you want to go on Derek Forbert? And uh, as I was saying before, I will get to the reason why I think Pionk has been great this year, or yep. better this year, <laughs> uh, is Derek Forbert. Um, honestly, for me, I gave him a B-plus. I was considering giving him almost an A, but uh, I don't think he's been that that outstanding uh i think that he's just been good uh a solid d-man you can bring in to be able to kind of make up for the defensive uh warts that maybe pionk may have um i think that he's just 
pretty much just given Pionk the ability to uh, to play a little bit more like himself, a little more of the skilled game, like how Brian was saying. Um, for me, I give him a B plus because I think he's been uh, a little bit better than what I expected. I didn't expect much, uh, but uh, being able to confidently say we have a guy who can play on our second line, can't can't complain at all with that. Yeah, fair enough. I uh, I give Derek Forbert an A actually, uh, just because. Um, I think he's been really good. I, I wasn't expecting him to be bad or anything because when we signed him, that was around the time I think we signed Nate Thompson. And Nate Thompson has awful numbers and people were like, hey, room guy, whatever. He's not expecting him to be good or anything. Um, but everyone seemed like, they're like, yo, this is actually like a good third pairing defenseman, not like some crappy defenseman. They're like, oh, he's a third pairing guy just because he sucks. No, he's like a good whatever. And I think he's been probably one of the most consistent defenseman on our team I think he's been good I've liked what I've seen scored the other day super pumped for him the back-to-back Lewis and and uh former goals freaking just snipe show man four years to my life man it was so good I, I think it also added four years to Chevy's contract too <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so a for me for Derek Forbert Brian what do you got uh I gave him a b plus also bordering on an a um yeah he's just very solid defensively. Um, there has been times where he's uh, jumped in from the blue line and uh, made some good plays uh, in the offensive zone, but overall just very steady. Uh, he forms, he's a great partner for Neil Pionk, in my opinion. Um, they're a good second pair uh, when I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Um I just think they'd be an absolutely awesome third pair if you could uh, somehow integrate Hainala and Sandberg into the lineup. Um, you know, that would require them both panning out, but I'm I'm very high on both of those young prospects, so I think that's something they could do. Um, but yeah, anyway, I digress. Forbert's been real good. Uh, he gets a B plus. Sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. I will start this one off because this is going to be my most unpopular opinion of the night with Logan Stanley. Logan Stanley for me gets a B plus. And let me tell you why I'm giving Logan Stanley a B plus. Okay. Every time he's on the ice, I get very, very anxious. I don't really like watching him play. He's like Tyler Myers to me. He's just like, what's he going to do? But my expectations were in the ground. I was absolutely furious when I saw that he was going to be in the lineup. I was so mad. It just seemed like an abysmal move to me. Anyways, he hasn't been that awful. He only plays a few minutes a game, whatever, but from what I've seen, he's been fine. Better than I had expected by far. So, B-plus for me. Still would rather see some of the young guys in the lineup, and I hate that I have to say this, but we do need a little bit of size back there. So, you know, size doesn't mean 6'7". Size means 6'3". <laughs> but Whatever. He's been fine. B-plus for me. Might get some hate for that one, but whatever. Um, Brian? Uh, I'll give him a B. Um, so, I guess my thoughts on Logan Stanley. Um, I did not, like, just like you, I thought it was a really silly move putting him in the lineup. When you've got two high upside young guys like Hanela and Sandberg that are waiting and frankly need to get NHL games now, I still think it was a silly decision. Um, but as far as Stanley's play goes, um, he's been mostly 
Um, not great. He's made some good plays, I think, and he's been uh, extremely sheltered in terms of competition. Um, hasn't played a lot of minutes. Um, so yeah, the minutes have been very easy. Uh, the last game to me, I think, but he hasn't looked as good to me. So I guess there's some reason for optimism and some reason for pessimism. So I almost want to give him an incomplete because I haven't seen, because we haven't seen much of him against really good competitions. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll say a B for now um, with very much room for movement on that. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Brady? Uh, I had a B and teetering on a B plus actually. Uh, similar to the reasons for this uh, that Liz had here, uh, I was pretty uh, pretty down on Stanley. And uh, again, like Brian was saying, I I still think it was the wrong decision to put him in over uh, a player like Vili Hanola. And I still would love to see Dylan Sandberg into the lineup. Um, and uh, I think I think the big thing is when you see people criticizing uh, Stanley and and the, the the choice to put Stanley in the lineup, it's not necessarily um, about him playing. It's more about the people who aren't playing. Uh, I would say, and you know, he hasn't been uh, brutal. He hasn't been bad. He's he's been uh, pretty much uh, you know fifty percent goals for uh, share when he's on the ice. Uh, he shoots a little too much. I see whenever he's in the offensive zone, I feel like oh, he yeah. gets the puck at, at the blue line. He just rips it whenever he can because he doesn't know necessarily what to do with it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully something can be coached into him there so we can figure that out a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, B plus mainly because my expectations were uh, were almost in the ground uh, for him. Yep. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right, um, Brian, I'll get you started off on Nathan Bolio. Nathan Beaulieu, he gets a C. Um, I was expecting a meh player, kind of. Um, he's been a bad player so far. There's not a lot of great things I have to say about his game this year. Um, I was hoping maybe he'd be somewhat okay defensively. Um, he hasn't really been that. Um, he has, he's killed penalties, not been real good at it. Um, like it always bugs me when people say, okay, <clears throat> there's this guy, he's, uh, their checklist is like, okay, is he good offensively? Great. Is he good defensively? Great. Is he good on the power play? Great. Does he kill penalties? Wait, why don't you care if he's good at killing penalties? So Nathan Beaulieu isn't one of those guys that's good at killing penalties. So it's like, what's he really doing in the lineup? Um, yeah, you're going to have to ask the coach on that one. Because I think there's two guys that you could put in there right now that would do a better job. Uh, namely, Hanela and Sandberg. Um so yeah, uh, he gets a C for me, and quite frankly, he's one of the most frustrating players for me to watch this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brady? 
Uh, I I agree with almost everything that Brian said there. Um, he's been not great. Uh, you know, I I didn't hate the signing, uh, bringing him back, but that was just because you know you you need guys, especially in a in a season like this. But uh, yeah, I think we're at the point where we can say we could probably do without him in the lineup, and uh, there certainly certainly are players who uh, right now could be uh, better in the lineup, and then also uh, you you know. Your young players are, are investments, right? Like, if, if you're not going to play them, um, what are you doing? Like, they're, they're just going to turn into another Sammy Niku where they've, they've had, you know, 47 games in three years. It's oh, like we'll that's, get that's, there. We'll <laughs> get there. Oh, we'll get there. Um, but, but either way, it's, uh, he's just not been, not been good. And same thing, like, does he kill penalties? Does he kill penalties well? Uh, and I don't think he does. So, uh, for me, he's just been a C player. Um, and, and a guy who I would almost rather see in the press box at this point. I definitely would rather see in the press box. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I, I give him a C as well just because um, I just think it's it's a very curious move on his part to um, – I it's a smart move on his part. He's decided to fill the role of that aggressive guy because he knows that he's the only one in the lineup to do that, and that's kind of saving him from – getting out at this point so like when Tiger Pullman comes back we might see I'm assuming Logan Stanley comes out I'm not sure I haven't thought that far ahead yet and then it's only a matter of whatever when you have Stanley Sandberg and Hanola in the press box you have three guys ready to go in whatever Bolio's got to fight for his job right so he's he's picked that role of being that aggressive guy and when you have coaches like Paul Maurice who eat that right up it's working for him so um I he very he he's a very anxiety inducing player to watch in my opinion. I'm not uh, the largest fan of Nathan Bolio. Um, yeah, so you get to see for me one of my lowest rankings just because I don't think he brings anything really to this team that could not be replaced by someone in the press box. And I don't think that we win more games than we would if we had someone else in his place. I think Insert we win less Paul games. Waving dot gif. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm super excited to see what happens uh when when Maurice has to confront his two uh his two soft spots which are veteran players and uh 6-7 defensemen who he's going to take out in that case whenever Pullman comes back because he, <laughs> you, you, I would imagine Pullman steps in but You'd think uh, so. But um... we'll we'll see I guess. Yeah, and then I'll jump back to Brady for the Sammy Niku. Before we do that, though, uh, I would like to give Lucas Spisa an A++. Just because <laughs> I'm so happy. I'd like that... to give Nashville an A++. I think Nashville gets the A++ for that. Sammy Niku hasn't caught our... Sammy Niku. Lucas Spisa hasn't cost us anything this year. How incredible is that? <laughs> All right, uh, Brady, Niku. Um, I know you wanted to... I wasn't even going to include I, him in our rankings. I, I just... I just gave him a B for bench. Um, yeah, S- same type of thing as I was saying before. You can't really have a lot of expectations for a guy who's had, you know, 47 games in, in three years. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's really sad to see him getting phased out of the lineup. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see him play for the Kraken or <laughs> some other team because uh, at least maybe he'll be coached properly and, and maybe put into uh, a place to succeed. But at that point, you know, he's already past his best development years so yeah be for me i mean can't really complain yeah i give him a c plus probably i didn't even rank him before this but that's just on a whim what i'm going with just because um i have been on the hashtag free niku whatever like um almost patan-esque in the way that i have stood up for him and i'm like he's good just give him a chance whatever you know what 
he had a quote-unquote chance. Yes, you can look back at the past couple of years and that chance was, he wasn't set up for success in that chance the way that he probably should have been. Um, but it wasn't great. And that just, it is what it is. C plus, maybe even a C for me. I wasn't expecting Oltan, but he wasn't great. And there are better guys in the press box right now. So that's where he will stay, I think, until he gets sure. either traded or exposed and taken to Seattle. Uh, Brian? Um, so yeah, Niku... I thought very highly of him coming into the NHL. Um, he's, I think, pretty much irrelevant from a Jets perspective now. Um, I do think they wasted his important develop, development years. I think playing him with Buff could have been huge. Um, anyway, it just hasn't been there for him. Um, that's fine. He was a seventh-round pick. Um, he's already done so much more than a seventh round pick should be expected to do. Um, with that said, there was a lot of offensive ability coming in. So I guess it was disappointing to see, um, that that didn't really come to fruition. Uh, I think the coaching staff did blow it with him. I think don't think they really let him play his game, but I don't know if he's going to have success elsewhere in the NHL. Um, I think the skills there for him to be possibly a, a power play specialist type mm-hmm. guy, but At this I don't point, know. it's tough to say. It's not, it's not going to be something that kills the jets. I don't think we're going to look no. back and say, Oh, Look at this star we gave away, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the free Niku thing, I mean, it made sense. You were playing guys like Joe Morrow ahead of him. <laughs> like, that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Anthony Carl, Batetto. Carl Dahlstrom. Lucas you Pisa. saw the, the goal Anthony Batetto had. That oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the real potato. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, okay. Um, Connor Hellebuck. I'll start off. I give Connor Hellebuck a B plus, um, <laughs> and I'm giving Connor Hellebuck a B plus because he's been good, and I think he's gonna get even better. He had like what was it? The first period of the first game. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, what have we gotten ourselves into here? He's redeemed himself since then. It was one period in an already small sample size. Anyways, he's been fine. <laughs> But I was expecting him to be worse than last season just because how do you follow up a Vezina season when you were a Vezina candidate against other really good goalies and most people believe that no one should have even come close to you. He was the best goalie in the NHL last year and it wasn't even close in my personal opinion. So I was expecting him to have a bit of a um, a slide back, uh, just a scooch, but he's been good um, and I have every faith in him. So B plus from me. Brian? Cool. Um, so as I'll always say, goalies are voodoo. Um, I think, um, and I referenced it in the first, uh, article I wrote on my blog, uh, Jay Fresh had an article, uh, showing that if you try to predict goalie success, uh, you're going to get burned probably 10 times out of 10. And, uh, so... I don't even get into trying to predict 
what goalies are going to do year to year. I just assume every one of them is going to be average, no matter who it is. So my expectation was, and Jets fans will hate me for this, my expectation was literally average. He's been pretty darn good for me. He gets a B+. Plus. My well, goalie, my goalie uh, analysis does not go very far. It's <laughs> average expectation. Are they better? Higher grade than B. Are they worse? Lower grade than B. He's been a bit better than that. B plus. Fair enough. Brady? Uh, same thing for me. B plus. Um, in regards to, uh, if we weren't talking uh, in regards to expectations, uh, I'd say he's probably up at an A for me. But um, in expectation-wise, I was expecting him to have uh, a little bit of a, uh, excuse me regression this season. Um, but it seems that, I mean, he has regressed, obviously. There's no way that he was going to stay at uh, his, uh, I think it was, what, like 10 goals saved above expectation last year? Like, oh, wasn't it close to 20? I have no, I have no clue. Maybe that might, that, might, that might have been mid-season that I, that I had the 10. But I, I remember 10 at one point was, was what he was. Either way, um, you know, right now he's still getting, uh, you know, hard work. Uh, and still getting good results in that. And uh, I expected a uh, a bit harder regression than he has. Um, so again, just a little bit better than I expected. B plus. Fair enough. And uh, I yeah. I have a fun stat. Okay. Uh, so among goalies who have played uh, five games or more, he is, uh, according to Money Puck, uh, fifth in save percentage above expectation already this season. That's only going to get higher. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, super. Um, last player we'll do is Brossois. I'll let Brian start off with that one. Again, not a ton of games, but what do you got? Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, I'm going to say incomplete on Brossois. There's, uh, he's played well from what I saw in the first uh first number of games he's played uh what's it been does it just been two or three uh he's played um, three i think I three. Three at the max. i don't know but yeah okay it's three i'm looking right now three yeah i'll be honest i don't even i don't even remember the first game in the last two i think he's looked i think he's looked pretty good um but yeah i'm just gonna go incomplete because there's absolutely no sample to draw from there for me fair enough yeah no it's Brady? Um, I just have him at a B for backup. Um, <laughs> you know, he's just, he's just your backup goalie. Uh, and he's, you know, he's been good enough um, in the three games he's played. Uh, he's, I think he's won two of them. Of course, that's not all due to him, but, uh, you know, two and one, can't complain. Yeah, no, and you're right. Yeah, I, I was, I gave him a B plus considering giving him an A just because um, I think he's really good. I like I've liked what I've seen just because when you're playing behind chaotic defensemen, you have to be solid. And I think he's been exactly that. And uh, I was expecting him to be fine too. Um, You know, nothing crazy. And you know, he's not going to have to, you know, it's going to take, you know, a friggin' I don't even know what for him to become our starting goalie this year. Like Hellbuck would have to completely fall apart. So it's not going to happen. Like you don't have to worry too much about him, but when he has to play, he's been good. So I give him a B plus. Um, anyways, so that's kind of it for our players. We're just going to quickly, I know it's been a long episode and if you're still with us, thank you kindly. Um, it's been fun. Um, but we're just going to quickly do a, um, Maurice and Chevy grading, whatever. Um, Brady, I'll let you start with, um, Chevy. What do you, what do you give him so far? 
Uh, Chevy, honestly, I would give him a, a B plus at this point. Um, I think, like, I, I don't know if we're, if we're factoring in offseason moves uh, as well as, uh, of course, the old, the, the big old blockbuster uh, that happened not too long ago. Um, as far as the signings he's done, again, bringing in Lewis, uh, bringing in Stastny, or I guess he didn't sign Stastny, he traded for Stastny. Uh, trade was good, of course. That was great. Um, bringing in Forbort. Uh, you know, the only the only signings uh, I'm not thrilled with would be uh, Nate Thompson mainly, uh, and then uh, did we sign Sabiza or was he still on our team? I don't know. No, nope, I think we signed him. We we signed him. Of course we did. Of course we signed. Him. <laughs> why, why, wouldn't we? why wouldn't we? Um, but yeah, uh, honestly, and then when it comes to the whole line A debacle, um, really with that, uh, it, it was it's tough. It's really tough to see uh, a guy that you love in in line A leave. Um, but at the end of the day, I think for right now, this might benefit the Jets a little bit more, uh, even though, uh, you know, we, we have to completely rework our power play. But um, I think having that depth in, in, at the center uh, is uh, is really, really good and really helpful. Um, and honestly, when it comes to uh, Line, a, who, you know, has had rumors around him that he's going to get traded uh, for however long, um, you know, at least being confident that you got a good player back is uh, is the biggest thing for me. And so, I, honestly, I think Chevy's done pretty decent this season. Uh, I'd say above what I expected. Uh, B plus. Fair enough. Yeah, I I'm gonna give him a B plus too, just because um, I like Chevy. I I've never really had an issue with him because um, a lot of the time I'm very convinced that some of the signings he makes are not his own doing um, or his own. Um, what he wants to do kind of thing. Either, obviously, that's speculative. Maybe it's just because I seem to like him more than Maurice. Maybe. Who knows at this point? Anyways. Um, but yeah, I was very convinced that if we were ever going to have to trade Line A, we were going to lose that trade, no question. The fact that um, it's even a discussion, never mind that a lot of people think we won the trade, um, gives him a B plus uh, above expectations for me, for sure, just because that you have to be... To pull that off is pretty, uh, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah. And then offseason, some good, some bad, whatever. I was expecting some good, some bad. So, it is what it is. B-plus for me. Brian? Uh, yeah, if you're including the offseason, I guess I'm going to say it's B-pluses all around. Um, so, most of the time, I'm expecting um, some really crappy depth signings. Uh, so, we started with the... Paul Stastny trade, which oddly had some Jets fans up in arms, uh, where it was like, um, we gave up a fourth round pick and Carl Dahlstrom, which is a whole bunch of nothing. And uh, people are all up in arms like, oh, why did you help out Vegas? Like, we had a hole in the second line center position. Yeah, to figure we something out. We filled it. If if only for a year, for nothing. Anyway, helped out Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so to me that was a good move. Um, the Forbert signing was a good one. You got him for I think you got him for league minimum. Um, Forbert was signed for a million, I think. Was it a million? I think Forbert makes a million. Yeah. Okay. Either way, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good signing. He's been a, a, a second-pairing defender so far, and 
certainly not a bad one at all. Uh, the thing that keeps it from being an A for me is the Nate Thompson signing. Why do you have to give Shoveldea, or pardon me, why do you have to give Maurice guys like that? Um, anyway, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one more. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, the signing of Trevor Lewis. Um, good move, in my opinion. And then the trade, I think he did pretty much as well as he was going to do on it. I kind of find the throwing in Roslovic a little weird. I don't. I get the feeling that they didn't have to do that. But either way, PLD is going to be a great player. Um, So that's exciting. Uh, We're really going to miss Line A, as I'll I'll probably allude to that in pretty much every episode for the rest of time. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, he did pretty much as well as... I think he was probably going to do uh, if he was going to trade with anybody else. So B plus for Chevy. Yeah, no, fair enough. And uh, last one we'll do is Maurice. I'll start that one off. Uh, I give Maurice a B just because that's my, that was my, you know, expectations, whatever. At this point, when you've known a coach for what is it like eight years or seven years, you too long. It's hard. It's hard to expect any kind of change whatsoever whether it's needed or not kind of thing. And then also as someone who grew up as a Blackhawks fan, because the Jets weren't here. And so they've experienced um, what Mr. Jeremy is doing over there. And then also a somewhat of a Blue Jackets fan because of Dubois, Tortorella is Tortorella, whatever. I know like frustrations with the coach are just normal at this point. Um, No one seems to love their coach, especially any coach who's been there for as long as this one has, whatever. I give him a B just because, um, yeah, I don't know. The fact that he has split up Shifley and Wheeler, though, is good to me just because it makes me have a little bit more faith, whatever. I don't know. I don't like harping on people too much if I don't have to, so I'm probably just going to leave it at that. B for Maurice from me. Um, keep those guys split up. Heck, make it 55-81-26 on lines 1, 2, 3, respectively, if it were me. Like, whatever. But, yeah. B for me. Uh, Brian, what do you got? Uh, Maurice gets a B. Uh, I was expecting terrible. We've got terrible. Um, anyway, uh, I just think that how can you look at the defense the way it is and think we can't use a really good puck mover in the lineup? Like, to me, he's looked at solutions or he's looked at the lineup and said, okay, well... Uh, we need to get the puck out of our zone. We need to stop getting hemmed in. And his uh, idea is to put Bolu on the top pair with Josh Morrissey. That's kind of weird to me. You've got a 19-year-old elite prospect sitting on the bench, not doing anything, who's shown very well in his limited time in the NHL. Give him a chance! You have Dylan Sandberg, who, in my opinion, is a very good prospect. Um, Also a good puck-moving D. Very good defensively. He's, I think he just turned 22. Um, He's approaching that peak age for uh, defensemen. Give him a chance. 
if he's a good prospect, he's probably going to be good right now. Um, anyway, those are some of the issues I have. The splitting of Shifley and Wheeler should have happened two seasons ago. So I'm going to hold off on giving him any credit for that. Um, and pretty much all the good stuff that's happened in terms of lineup has come because of injury. Um, I want to see them continue with Veselainen and Gustafsson, at least to see if they can build off of what they have in the last game. Um, it sounds like Nate Thompson is uh, starting to get healthy. So I would yeah. imagine there's a possibility that you might even see Thompson in the next game, which I ah. don't think should even be a consideration. Uh, I just think it's, I just think it's a very real possibility. Um, I'm forgetting something here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I bet you both Gus, Gustafson and Veselainen get taken out yeah. uh, for Dubois and Thompson. I, I just, that's what I think is going to happen. And Tucker Poolman's probably going to get a shot before either of the two, uh, either of the two kids. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm very but... cynical. I have a very cynical uh, view of Paul Maurice at this point. That's basically what it is. Oh, we're aware, Brian. We're aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brady, I'll let you wrap it up here with the last. I um, I actually I gave Pomo a C um, for me. Or Sorry, a C plus, my bad. I, I feel bad giving him a plus, though. That, that feels like it's giving him too much credit. Anyways, um, I expected bad, um, and I think that I don't really want to give him much credit for the splitting of Shifley and Wheeler, because I think at that point um, it was so clear and so on the wall uh, that 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 had to change. Um, and I think that he went down kicking and screaming before he changed it. Um, and I expected... I maybe foolishly expected Heinola to play a little bit more this year. Um, when I saw him make the team out of camp and thinking about how uh, last year uh, he was already trusted with, you know, playing with Pion, playing second, second line or second pair. Sorry. Um, I expected him to be actually uh, used this year um, again, maybe foolishly, but um, a man can dream. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's tough to see that he is not in the lineup. And um, again, with, with what, what Brian was saying, it, you know, injury ends up making the best, uh, best, best coaching decisions for us, unfortunately. Um, they should hire that injury guy full time, I guess. But at this point, uh, Pomo, you kind of, you kind of, you know, you, you, you know what you're going to get from him. And um, it sucks. <laughs> if this were, it were not, uh, not based on expectations rating, oh boy, would he be an F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah there you have it that's kind of um i was gonna say the long and the short of it just the long that this was uh quite the discussion whatever but again small sample size but we'll probably do another one of these later on in the season um but yeah um it's been nice to have hockey back and obviously who would we be if we didn't have a million things to complain about um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna, when I throw this link up on Twitter, I'll probably write out our report cards as well. Um, and then we can probably foster some good discussion, uh, in the replies and whatnot. And people can hate us, agree with us, do what fans do and just, you know, be passionate because we love our debts and yeah. 
Uh, anyways, uh, Brady, Brian, thank you very much for coming and joining me today. This is a lot of fun. Uh, it's good to talk uh, about things like this. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we will see Dubois in the lineup in just a couple days. And uh, yeah, good things oh, coming. Hopefully uh, not Nate Thompson. <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, a couple of really awesome interviews coming up this week as well. This episode should be out uh, pretty soon after we record it. Um, but then, yeah, lots of interviews this week that are going to be compiled into, depending on length, probably into one super episode of media guests. Uh, some guys that you're familiar with. We've had some on the show before. Some are new. Uh, just kidding. I think they've all been on before. But anyway, stay tuned. Um, thanks so much, guys, for coming out. Uh, much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, see you soon. I'm Kurt Kielbach, and thank you for listening to the Jet Centric Broadcast.